Hi there, I'm Sister Katherine Herms, author of Surviving Depression and Reclaim Regret, How God Heals Life's Disappointments. And it's great to be able to spend these next few moments together with you. I believe that we need more than information for the healing of our souls. It's a process. We need to discover that we are loved, that God loves us as if we were the center of His universe. For we have died and risen with Christ. We are those in whom the Son abides. We, we are the people for whom Jesus answered to His Father with His life and with His death. We are the object of God's delight. So let's begin with a deep breath. Let any worries, anxieties, agendas, judgments fall from your mind. Relax yourself from head down to the tip of your toes. As we call upon the Holy Spirit to wash us with grace, to heal us with grace, to cleanse us, to comfort us with His grace. I invite you to visualize a favorite image of God or of Jesus one in which you feel close to them, one in which you feel Jesus looking directly into your eyes with love and mercy, and settle into a deep stillness and open your heart. I invite you to look around you do you see spirit-filled Christians? Do you see Catholics on fire for the gospel? Men and women who are totally surrendered to God and living lives marked by the Beatitudes, blessed the poor in spirit, the meek, the pure of heart. I am sure that you as I are surrounded by many good people. But the event of Pentecost says to us that good is not what we're to aim for. We're to aim to be spirit-filled. And the event of Pentecost, as it is recounted in the Acts of the Apostles, gives us a clear indication of why we don't see the Spirit transforming the earth. The descent of the Holy Spirit on the Apostles that day was part of a long process, a process of, of transformation for these 12 special disciples of Jesus. The Master had taken these men from their professions, whether they were fishermen or tax collectors, for example. And he began a three-year process of helping them see 
that they could do nothing of themselves. Nothing. Peter's betrayal of Jesus within just hours of his boast that he would die for him is a clear example of this. Peter learned he had to learn, as we all have to learn. Apart from Jesus, we are nothing. We can do nothing. Without the Spirit of Jesus, no one of us can say that Jesus is Lord. This cuts against the grain. Today, we all want to prove who we are, to strut our stuff, even in a spiritual life. We humans think we can do at least part of it on our own, and God can help us out with the rest. It takes a long time, a long time to learn the first lesson, and it is this, that salvation is not possible for us to achieve. And the second lesson is just as important. What is impossible for us is possible for God. And Pentecost teaches us both lessons. The frightened apostle Peter, who had given way under the accusing glance of a maid in the high priest's garden after Jesus' arrest, now stood before a crowd of 5,000 boldly proclaiming that Jesus had died and risen. What was the difference? The Spirit now filled his heart after he had learned the all-important lesson that he by himself could do nothing. He needed the divine omnipotence to work within him so that he would delight in the law of God and do what God wills. God is the one who gives us the power to accomplish what His will desires. If you have ever felt that you could not be virtuous, holy, or good, you actually are on the right road, if you let yourself be led. When you are utterly helpless, God will come to work in you all that He desires of you. Another word for this is poor in spirit. This is the first beatitude. What happiness comes to you when you feel your spiritual poverty. The poor in spirit have only one remedy, and that is trust in God. This total reliance upon God is the doorway to the kingdom. Blessed are they who have surrendered to God, and trust completely in him. Similarly, Isaiah the prophet proclaims, The oppressed and needy search for water, and there is none. Their tongue is parched with thirst. I, Yahweh, shall answer them. I, the God of Israel, shall not abandon them. I shall open up rivers on barren heights and water holes down in the ravines, I shall turn the desert into a lake. From Isaiah 41. Imagine the Sahara Desert being turned into a lake. It can't turn itself gradually into a lake. It can't do anything to become a lake. 
In fact, a lake is the exact opposite of a desert. But God can completely uproot the desert and plant in its place a body of water. And He wants to do so because He will not abandon you. The Lord placed in Peter's complete failure holiness and courage and power. It was the Lord's work brought about by the coming of the Spirit. So where are you failing? What are you worrying about regarding your own journey with the Lord? What do your inner critics accuse you of? Where do you feel hopelessly lost? What are the attitudes and behaviors that you can't improve? What are the addictions that you can't overcome? Where are the prayers that are filled with distraction? Who will save you? Who will save you? In the words of St. Paul in Romans 8, God himself will through Jesus Christ. So pray, I can do nothing. God must and will do all in prayer, in virtue, in love, in work. I believe this Spirit will work in me at every moment. Oh my God, teach me this. Show me what a God you are, how you place your omnipotence at the disposal of every child of yours. I count on you. My God, you are working out my life for me. You are making me holy. You are renewing the face of the earth. You are sending down on me your spirit. You are refashioning me. You do all things. At the Last Supper, Jesus promised to send the Holy Spirit to his followers. When he wants to give you the Holy Spirit, he will first bring you to the end of self, as he did Peter. And then he will flood your desert with the water of life and the fountain of the Spirit. Every moment you will receive this gift. Every moment you must depend on the Spirit. Every moment you must surrender yourself to receive from above what you cannot do on your own. So you, you are called to be this Spirit-filled Christian today. You are called to be the living witness of the Spirit's power in the church and in the world. Here is a short and powerful prayer that you can say daily to surrender yourself completely to the Spirit's guidance. And this is the prayer to the Holy Spirit written by Cardinal Mercier. And he says, I am going to reveal to you the spirit of sanctity and happiness. Every day for five minutes, control your imagination and close your eyes to all the noises of the world in order to enter into yourself. Then in the sanctuary of your baptized soul, which is the temple of the Holy Spirit, speak to that divine spirit, saying to him, O Holy Spirit, 
Beloved of my soul, I adore you. Enlighten me, guide me, strengthen me, console me, tell me what I should do, give me your orders. I promise to submit myself to all that you desire of me and to accept all that you permit to happen to me. Let me only know your will. And he says, if you do this, your life will flow along happily, serenely, and full of consolation, even in the midst of trials. Grace will be proportioned to the trial, giving you the strength to carry it, and you will arrive at the gate of paradise, laden with merit. This submission to the Holy Spirit is the secret of sanctity. So let's stop here and be still. Let the words you have heard take root in your soul like seeds. What do you notice stirring? What emotions or, or reactions? Is there resistance? Do you feel called? What are new thoughts? What do you want to say to Jesus in response? What do you need him to know, to understand, or to do something about? And Jesus has a word for you, just for you. And so we ask him to speak to us. If there is one thing on which we can all agree, it is that the world needs this soul healing. When we're loved, we thrive. It's that simple. The truth is that you can walk free of the wounds that are binding your heart and suffocating your relationships. Healing and holiness is a process, is a journey, and you are already on it. But if you are like me, you might need some simple helps along the way. I hope you join me on my private Facebook group for weekly video conferences. Just look up my name, Sister Catherine Herms. If you become a Patreon member, you will get immediate access to over 60 video and audio programs to help you grow in holiness, as well as exclusive content and monthly journaling pages geared to help you on your spiritual journey. So I hope to see you around. Bye now, and may you walk today amid the blessings of God.